welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater of the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Start your vocal cords and let the best singer win. Eurovision and Drag Race have collided and created a baby known as Queen of the Universe, where a new singing superstar will be crowned. But will we be singing the show's praises for years to come, or will she have a one-season swan song? It is time to find out as we preview the upcoming debut of Queen of the Universe. And joining me are two queens who are no stranger to sharing their vocal stylings in a COVID-murdered drag singing competition, Michelle Chakra and... Victoria Williams. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> wow. Um, COVID sucked, didn't it? Really? Oh my it gosh. Really fucked yeah. everything yeah. up for all of us. There was a like a thing on Instagram going around, like, what were you doing right before COVID? And literally, my last picture before COVID is like at the Broadway week of Drag Race Star. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> I had plans. I had a, I, I was ready to just be like the next big event producer of New York and have all so these great things. I was so excited for that. Oh I was God. ready. I was so ready to lose that competition. And now I was I ready to win, sis. So, <laughs> yes. See, now we all won, I think. We all won and we all lost. And like the, the reality is, for those who don't know the situation, there was just no way it was possible to do it virtually. It, 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 was, it was not that kind of show. It was all based on live performance with the accompanist. It just was not going to work. And yeah. I wish there was an opportunity to do it. Maybe maybe one day in the future when I win the million dollars um, on a reality show and I can bring everyone together for like mm-hmm. a one night, let's you get to sing a six songs. A concert version. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But right well, now, the, oh, sucked. <laughs> it really sucked. I'm thinking if this goes well, maybe you can take over as executive producer of Queen of the Universe Get Miss yeah. Victoria on there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to actually cast the entire cast of Drag Ray for season two. Absolutely, oh we can do uh, that. Well, you want to know an interesting fact? I had um, I had a friend who knows a friend who um, was like working in the in the casting process of this show before it started, Ooh. and he was like, "Hey, um, you should submit to the show." I was like, "What is this show?" And he was like, "Yeah, just submit." Uh, you know, so and so. I was like, "All right, whatever." So I did. Um, and then I like even started blowing up, and I was like, "What? Why am I not the show?" <laughs> Oops, but it was it was crazy that I like was doing this, huh? But they need to save some girls for season two. Hopefully, Can... okay. yeah. we uh, technology. This. Can you hear us? Can, can I can. Hear I can... Okay, okay here we cool. go. God, technology. Welcome to my world of uh, COVID-related podcasting. Because both well, of you have been on the podcast before in person. Yeah, exactly. This is new yeah. for me, the Zoom. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm over it. But at least Would... I get to put a fun background up. <laughs> Would you submit for season two, Victoria? Um, yeah, why not? Let's see how this one why goes. Not? I mean... You know. <laughs> 
let's see how this one goes and I'll see what I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I got to leave the disclaimer out there. Listeners, you hear me say it all the time. Just going to put it out there in case anyone's listening and needs to just be reminded. I put it out there as a reminder. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft. But they have also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. Just so y'all remember what we're doing here, it's for it fun. Is. Yep. It's for if I'm mean to someone, it means I like them. So let's be real. It's actually, true. Get Same. In. Yeah. Let's Same. get into it. I can't be. I can't be mean to people I don't like because then it's like a little right. too obvious. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. I I try to be nice to everyone. That's a lie. I'm I'm bad at lying. <laughs> I I try to be nice to everyone. But then I'll be mean to people I, I like extra, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, listeners, we're going to discuss the facts of the things we know about Queen of the Universe, which is very little. Um, obviously, we knew this show was coming for a while. Um, it had been teased, but the specifics of the show um, were very, very low-key until they started rolling things out about a couple of weeks ago. Um I don't know anything about format. I'm not really spoiled about things. Um, I do know uh, that it's only going to be six episodes. So I'm very curious to see how oh. things are going to work and how um, eliminations work, obviously, because this was not filmed live live. It, there was a live studio audience who really determined how things are going to go for us. Um, yeah. But here are the facts that we know. It is an international drag singing competition. And the contestants will be competing for a cash prize of $250,000. Oh, my God. So yeah. The show so will, much money. I know, right? Just for singing. Come on. What a tip. Live performing. You get money for it. Okay. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> the show will be available to watch oh on Paramount+. Plus, uh, which, if you don't have it by now, find a friend. I'm sure y'all can, like, combine and, and use your powers together for paramount plus yep. dm me for my login but of course i'm just kidding paramount plus if you're listening to this i would never <laughs> give my log out to anyone graham norton <laughs> graham norton will serve as the host with leona lewis michelle visage trixie mattel and vanessa williams as judges and the cast will feature 14 international singing drag artists um even though it is queen of the universe i'm still gonna say drag artists because they're artists. Mm -hmm. Work. That's oh, yes. Mm -hmm. We're trying. We're trying here. Yeah. <laughs> so I am always been a huge fan of singing competitions. I have kind of dropped off of it a little bit recently just because it's become a little monotonous. Um, so I'm excited for this fresh take on not only a drag competition, but a singing competition. Um, I loved American Idol. Mm -hmm. The Voice was a fun show. All, all these shows I was a big fan of, but what I secretly love is Eurovision. So the fact that we're making a Eurovision drag competition, I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. What are, are your histories when it comes to <coughs> um, reality singing competitions? Um, I actually, 
I was on season 15 of American Idol years yes. ago. Yes. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that was a really good experience for me. I thankfully, I just, I knew someone in casting who had, um, who had uh, reached out to me to ask me if I was interested in being on American Idol because I didn't really want to do the whole like, stand in line for 18 hours and watch the guy in chicken suit walk in because he's an idiot. So I never did it, you know? So the fact that I had someone in casting reach out to me, I was like, you know what, since I can get the in in front of the producers and the, and the, the judges panel, then I'll do it, you know? And it was, and it was very great. I mean, we still had to sit around uh, and, and stuff, but um, I mean, I made a lot of connections and it was just a really great experience overall. So. Word. Yeah. Um. As far as me, I have never been on uh, reality TV, but um, I, I, this was one of the shows that I was like, American Idol, I mean, was one of the shows I would watch when I was a kid. I'd be like, oh, as soon as I'm 16. And also as soon as I know how to sing. But um, <laughs> like I was a, like my first album was Kelly Clarkson's uh, album that she released after she won. Um, and then same with Carrie Underwood. I called in like every week to get Carrie Underwood that crown. I, I had McFever, if you will. And now unfortunately, Catherine McPhee is who she is, I guess. She's living her, her best uh, trophy Republican wife um, fantasy. And you go off, honey. Um, and I love the voice because of the drama of it all. And I'm not too familiar with Eurovision, but this seems like Eurovision because it seems like Eurovision's already drag. And I love yeah. bad European pop music. So I'm <clears throat> hoping we get some of that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what excites me is, um, I mean, I, I was the kind of person when it came to American Idol, I was addicted to it. Like I, I remember having a literal temper tantrum when Jennifer Hudson was eliminated on American Idol. I oh, threatened to boycott the show. It. I was going to yeah. write letters to Fox. This is when letters were a thing and not emails and <laughs> right. tweets. Uh-huh. Um, that's how old I am. Uh, but yeah. like, I, that's how much I get invested in. Mm-hmm. I can carry a tune. I can sing. Like me, karaoke in the shower. Best friends. <laughs> we can do it. And you don't <laughs> see me on stage singing. Give me lots of money and maybe get me high and drunk perhaps okay listeners that's your chance um, but yeah I, I i enjoy music i can hear music i know good music i know good singing and that's what i kind of love about um all these singing competition shows like i also was the biggest adam lambert fan still am so oh like th- there have been some superstars that have come out of at least american idol the voice not so much that i have no. my own opinions on the show because they coddle everybody yeah, yeah, they call everybody. They don't re- prepare them for the future. That show is all about the judges, and it always mm-hmm. has been. I can yeah. recall all the judges. Couldn't tell you 10 contestants who've been on the show. Not, no. not the best thing. But when it comes to Eurovision, what's so beautiful about that is it is camp. Mm-hmm. It is silly. But it also brings countries together to celebrate music mm-hmm when maybe sometimes they're like warring countries or countries that like aren't getting along right now. And that's what I'm excited about this show. Obviously it's, we're catering it a lot more toward America because Mm -hmm. half the cast is American, but you have this camaraderie where you're bringing in um, these 14 contestants who are paying homage to their home, Mm -hmm. but we're also getting to now see 
different styles of drags from other countries. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. And you don't I have like to watch all of the international versions of Drag Race to get it. <laughs> um, I like the fact. Sorry for interrupting you. I like the oh, fact it's the Zoom. It's the Zoom of it all. Um, <laughs> I really like the fact that like some of these yeah. people have been on you know, their country's version of The Voice and Ada Vox was on American Idol. But like this show's really actually gonna cater to like the theatrical talents of some of these people that are like more cabaret artists and like want right. to put their own spin on stuff. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how it all pans out. Um, obviously we have um, a lot of drag race association to the show. Um, obviously mm-hmm. we'll get to a certain contestant when we get there um, but you have the host mm-hmm. who is a guest uh, who is a judge on um, Drag Race two of the uh, judges either are a judge or a previous winner of Drag Race so you're going to have people who are able to speak to the art form of drag but you're also going to have two um, people who are not only familiar with a reality show but they they also know how to sing pretty pretty damn well. Uh, I think yeah. Vanessa Williams, Leona Lewis have some solid mm-hmm. voices. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I think they brought everyone together who are the right fit for a good product. It's now going to see how the product is produced mm-hmm. and if yeah. we're going to buy it. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to start off before we dive into the contestants. What do you want to see out of the show? Obviously, we're going in blind. We've never had this show before. For me, what I loved about American Idol, they don't do it on The Voice. I miss it. I want themes. Give me themes. I want to see if these contestants are good enough to challenge themselves that not only can they sing the songs that they're good at singing, but they can put a song together based on a certain theme. Obviously, that's a huge thing we love about Drag Race is is working into a theme. I want to see them vocally be able to do that. I want to be able to see if that they can, if they're able to pigeonhole one of their standards into like um, a country week, how they can make it happen. That's the artistry that I'm really here to see. I right. also want fucking production. If we're mimicking Eurovision, mm-hmm. give me a show. I want backup oh, yeah. dancers. I want lights. I want all fire. Of it, all of it. I want mm-hmm. costumes. I want reveals. I want someone yeah. to almost die. Give That's me all, production. Yep. <laughs> Michelle, yeah. what do you want out of this show? Um, I would say I really like your idea about themes. I had not thought about it, but I want to see I want to see someone like uh, Lavoie. How do you say that name? Lavox? Lavoie. I want to see her have to do heavy metal. You know, that would be real fun for me. Um, I really want to see commitment. I want to see stage presence. Um, I want to see someone who it seems like they're not being swallowed by their performance, but they're rather just like finally getting everything they deserve to have when they're performing, like the lights, the camera, the, like the production, the audience. And I also would love if we got to know these people in a different way than we did on Drag Race, like less in the reality show bubble, but more like how American Idol is like, don't you want to know about how this person like lives their life and like what their dreams are? Cause you get that in Drag Race, but because the context is so, in the middle of this high pressure situation. It really seems like these girls, like when I was looking over the social media for them, like they have like real camaraderie for each other. So I'm excited to see how that translates. Um, what do you want to see, Victoria? Um, I, you know, 
as 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 a vocalist and as I mean as as a classically trained vocalist, um, I, I I put myself in these girls' shoes as far as like if you were to throw something at them that's not in their wheelhouse or that they're not used to singing. I, I remember when I. Um, when I did, I mean, uh, I, I did Carnival Cruise Line. I was a singer in Carnival Cruise Line and I wasn't trained in pop or rock, but that's what they threw at me to sing because that was the basis of their shows where like Queen, Journey. So I would sing like Dream On, all these things, right? So I think as a vocalist and having to force myself to be outside of my comfort zone, I want to see these girls be, get outside of their comfort zone. Like throw, like if, if there's a girl who's never sang classical, throw her a like aria and, and like have her, really hone into her voice and find that part of her voice that she didn't know she could have before. And like, uh, and like Michelle said, like finding those people that are real people, not just be like, I'm a drag queen. Like, who are you as a person? Where do you come from? Where do you live? Is is your family talented? Like, I want to know all of their backstory. And I think that helps the audience uh, connect more to that person than just the facade that they're putting on. Absolutely. And I think what this show is kind of setting up is with Drag Race, we're here to see the next drag superstar. We're going to see what they can do on a runway. We can see what they can do in lip sync performance. We're going to see that from a Drag Race superstar. With Queen of the Universe, we're being set up here to see what someone can do on stage. If they're going to tour the world, what are they able to bring to a full stadium? What can they bring to a cabaret space? This is why this show is going to be different than Drag Race. And that excites me. Um, Because again, with American Idol, we watched a regular human being named Kelly Clarkson, who was virtually just, what, a cashier? Become an Uh international superstar, now hosting her own fucking talk show and a judge on a reality show. That's what I want to see here. And this is also a, a, a strong format for the audience to have something familiar in a singing competition, but now get the drag aspect of it and see why everyone fawns mm-hmm. over Drag Race and why there is this mainstream love for drag because there is more than the catchphrases. There are artists behind the, the paint. Yeah, yeah it's, it seems, I mean, I, what I guess, continuing the what I want to see, it's just like the theatricality being mixed with like, like the how much more personal it is to like be crafting your own musical performance like obviously that's what I liked about our competition Michael was the fact that I despite uh some inquiry into doing otherwise I love to talk before the number I like yeah I I like that storytelling element so I'm excited to see how these girls seem drawn to that because some of them seem like that's like their total wheelhouse so Mm Well, it is time to meet our queens. Um, We have 14 contestants, and I asked my guests to predict their placements. Again, I don't know how eliminations are going to be in a cast of 14 with six episodes. I don't know how this is going to work, but whatever. We're just going to predict from worst to first. So everyone got a number from 1 to 14. Um, I averaged them together. I put them together. I found out the totals, and this is going to be the order we talk about them from worst to first. So, listeners, if you don't agree, tell us. But you're probably wrong. We're usually right. So, this is how it works. I'm actually, statistically speaking, always right. So, yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of do it um, uh, round robin style. So, each person will get to talk first on someone, and I got that order determined as well. Um, so I will be kicking it off with our 14th place contestant. 
Um, and I got some bios from um, our friends, our dear friends over at Entertainment Weekly, who gave has bios for each of the queens. Because again, the Ooh, social media cool. for the show has been really lackluster, so we haven't really gotten to really meet the queens. So I will read their bios. Coming in at fourteen is from China, Woo Woo. Self-taught singer Wu Wu left her traditional Cantonese household in Guizhou for the bright lights of Shanghai. A fan of Christina Aguilera, Cher, and Patti LaBelle, who describes her drag persona as pink, feminine, and perfect. Wu Wu comes to the competition hoping to not just shine a light on the growing drag scene in China, but also to break barriers. Um, so the things I've learned about her is she is a butch queen that lives inside of a Barbie. Um, she claims that she is one of two singers when it comes to drag in China. Um, and, and she claims that Christina Aguilera is her idol. I have not been keeping up with Christina Aguilera. People are being mean to her right now. Did she do something bad? What'd she do? I don't, I think, uh, I think there was, there was an interview. Um, there was an interview and what, whoever caught the camera, they were asking about her commentary about Britney Spears and I don't know if it was a reporter saying or her publicist being like, we're not going to do that right now. Um, and she and she kind of like laughed it off and she was like, I'm happy for her, but I'm not going to get into this. And she kind of like walked away. And I, and I don't know if that was seen as shady or whatever, but maybe she just didn't want to. It wasn't about Britney. It was about her moment and like her music that just came out, which is beautiful. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. Just like when uh, Victoria Scone this week uh, says she hates Dick and then people attacked her on Twitter. Attacked her. Yeah. And called her a uh, transphobe. I was like, oh, OK, she like vagina because she's a lesbian come down people yeah anyway um woo woo interesting um victoria what do you, what 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 were your first impressions on uh woo woo because both you and i had her in last place yeah yeah i don't again i don't know much about her but just something of i don't know just like her persona for me and i good i don't know her and if you're listening i'm sure you're a really lovely person but I just feel like she comes off as super fake. And mm -hmm. I, and if this is a scene competition, I don't want someone that is unreal winning the competition. Yeah. Michelle, yeah. how do you feel mm -hmm. about Woo Woo? You, you had her at 12. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think she looks very beautiful. I liked her intro look a lot. I, you know, I love that green and purple. And if you didn't, now you do. Um, but I guess going off of what Victoria said, um, there she seems just like a little underbaked, you know, kind of seems like she's doing someone else's drag right now. Um, yeah. But, and also, I don't know, self-taught singer uh, threw me off a little bit just because there's like some really incredible vocalists in this competition. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I think, um, I guess we'll have to see what she, she can do, but she did kind of seem just like a, She's giving me very fashion, very beauty. And so sometimes I worry about how those people are going to perform. So maybe that's mm -hmm. why. Oh, also just to say with the Victoria Scone thing, some women in lesbians have penises, but it's crazy how people take things out of context so much. Anyways, yeah. sorry. Yeah. To, yeah. It's just. Wow. Um, so this look, um, I forgot to write down all the designers. So apologies to designers. Um, this show's about singing, not design. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, right. <laughs> this look, if you go to the social media, this look has been altered for the promo um, because mm. this is not teal and purple. Like I'm like, oh, I love this color combo. No, no, it was like a neon yeah. puke green. Um, oh. So yeah, they really altered this look. 
Um, wow. And I kind of like the other version better, which is shocking. Uh, <laughs> that being said, I, I hate those, 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 those parachute straps that she's got going on. Like, <laughs> I what do is too. She, is she trying to fly? Um, Maybe. It's a, it's, a, it's a very interesting corset. Again, the color combination is, is interesting. It's working for what they needed her to do for this shoot. Um, but I'm not I'm I, I I'm not as impressed as I am with other queens mm-hmm. and their looks. So yeah. as much as I think it's a very safe look, so I will give it a toot. Mm-hmm. Um as she says, she is an alien princess in this look, and I don't see that either, but I'll give it a very safe toot. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a safe toot. Like the hair. The corset's nice. I like how you said it's a very interesting corset, but then in the end of the day, it really is just a corset. corset. Yeah. The audience was 45% to 55% boot. Mm. So So it's a a soft too. Yeah. Yeah. Woo woo. I hope you will woo us. I am very excited to hear what you got to say and sing, but you are the bottom of our list right now. Sorry. All right. Next up. um, Originally hailing from Virginia Beach, Virginia, currently living in New York City is the 25 year old Novazar. Hailing from New York City, Novazar might be the youngest queen in the competition, but isn't deterred nonetheless. This self-proclaimed empress of the galaxy's secret weapon, their voice, has been trained in opera, rock, and musical theater, and is ready to rule the furthest reaches of the galaxy. Kicking us off is Victoria. <laughs> I feel like I'm like the Paul of this podcast, right? you know, <laughs> the Simon, the Simon. Um, I I don't know her. I personally, I've never even heard of her, unfortunately. Um, and being a New York queen, I feel kind of bad about that. Um, her voice, just from hearing a little bits and pieces of what I've heard, I do like her voice. And also because I'm classically trained, I can hear that. And so I, I appreciate that part of her voice. Um, her makeup. Oh, gosh. How do I say this politely? You I don't. feel like it's... I don't. Have you ever seen seen Rugrats and Angelica just like that's what I felt like she did to her face, and I don't like it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my that's my take. I'm trying to find so, it. Was, what would um, you like to say on Nova's arm? Um, I also I I knew of her and um I've never met her and I've never seen her perform. Um, I can't say i've heard all good things about her um but i can say i don't know her personally and i um she's close with a few people that i enjoy um (laughs) and uh the looks not for me her voice definitely seems like it has a lot of space so i'm excited to see you know the wailing but the thing is there's like real again just like it's different to be a whaler in a sea of queens who don't sing and yeah, being a whaler yeah. in like the best of the best like miss continentals like yeah so it's again it's just i'm interested to see how she does in this stage um i i can't find the the look so maybe my eyes won't let me see it <laughs> um yeah it's her, i mean it's the promo look yeah let let me mike where is she there oh she's all the way over here is she She's, yeah, all the way to the side. Yeah, um, it's a lot. And the thing is, like, I'm I'm a lot. And, you know, my fashion is a little eclectic, but it didn't gel for me. 
So I um, I know Novazar. We've met many times. Um, uh, she has been when in the digital age. She was a part of two of my tribute shows: one for Little Mix and one for um, Dolly Parton. She has a an incredible um, instrument with her voice. She mm. she's able to do things that not many people are able to do. Um, she can belt. She can scrout. She can reach those rafters. And I think when it comes to a female sounding voice for a drag artist that is, if that's what you're looking for, you're going to get it out mm. of Novazar. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, if you're going to compare it vocally to another drag queen, you would compare it to maybe a little purer version of Jans. Um, it's going to ah, give you that it. kind of sound. Um, yeah. nice. So I, I, I have, I think she can do very well. I think for her, knowing what I know about her, it will be all determined on song choice okay. because she is very talented. Obviously, she's nominated for quite a few Glam Awards this year. Yeah, you can't um, deny the talent. It's definitely- Absolutely. Um, yeah. And it, it, it's going to be there. It's going to come down to how the judges are going to react. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if these four judges are going to take Novazar's talent the way it is. Hmm. I think- we, we know Michelle's opinion on Jan, and I think it's going to be the same opinion here on Novazar. We know what Trixie Mattel likes in music. It's not Novazar. And I'm going to assume people like Leona Lewis and uh, Vanessa Williams, who are pop stars, are not going to see that kind of vocal technique within Novazar. Again, not taking anything out of the talent that she has. It's very interesting that Novazar is our first entry from New York for this competition. Cause she would not have been the first one I would have picked. I mean, I, I think she definitely, it makes sense to me in casting because she's definitely the one with, or not the one, but she has a really unique aesthetic compared yeah. to some yeah. of the other singers in New York. So I can yeah. see why they would want to go for that, especially in a queen of the universe show. You, you can't deny she, she fit the bill. She fits. Absolutely. The bill, and, so. and again, again yeah. uh, as the self-proclaimed empress of the galaxy, this is the show for you. Yeah. Um, some notes that yes. you learned from the Wikipedia, because you know, the fans like to tell us things. Um, her mm-hmm. name is derived from a girl in school named Nova and the store is Zara together. And Nova is like a star and Zara is like Russian royalty. Uh, huh. We also learned that she was born in Livingston, New Jersey, but lived in Virginia Beach until age 18 uh, and is non-binary and versatile only in drag. Um, this look is futuristic Marie Antoinette in space on acid is what she said in her um, little package. And I see that. I can see the reference points, but it is a lot. There's a lot of elements to it. And she she is very petite. She's a, she's a tiny, tiny queen. This look is mm-hmm. um, eating her up. It's it, we're not getting to see that yeah. body as much as I know we can see it um, because she is nominated for um, best dress this year. And she's definitely served your luck. So maybe not, yeah. maybe went a little overboard here, but I'll still, still give it a two because I like um, <clears throat> the, the, because it is true to who she is as an artist. Yeah. Where are you going? Tudor boot. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to boot it only because I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna boot it. All right. I'm gonna boot it. Um, so? I, okay. I'm looking on her page now and I like her fashion aesthetic. It, I agree with you, Michael. It, this one, it just seems like she really wanted to like make the point. And then so it overstepped a little bit. I would get rid of the gloves. 
I would change from the bottom, love the colors. Uh, compared to some of the other looks, I'll still give it a two because some of, I, I appreciate the attention to detail, even if I audience, too many details. <laughs> audience was 41% two, 59% boot. Very much mm. in the middle. Um, we're being listen. nicer than the audience. I know, right? But that's because yeah, we're, we're being recorded. <laughs> Obviously, right. I'm just, I, I want the listeners to know, yes, she's a New York queen. I know who she is. I know her. She and I have had an issue in the past. Um, it's resolved. It is a thing that happened. And there are people who have opinions on Novazar and um, whatever. They're out there. We're not going to discuss it on the podcast. And that's just where we're going to leave it. If it comes out in the public, then there'll be a discussion on it, but I'm not going to discuss it any further. Y'all can beg me to do it. No, go ahead. I, I have no personal drama with her and other people's gripes um, are definitely not mine to bring to light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had her at 11, Michelle 14 and Victoria at seven. So Again, this cast is very, very, very talented. Yeah. She could wow us all and be in the top. That's how fluid this cast is. They are all incredible vocalists. So it's going to come down to taste and come down to music selection, I think. Yep. Agreed. All right. Next up, hailing from Copenhagen, Denmark, it is Betty Bitchlap, uh, a full-time performer, both in and out of drag. Betty Bitchlap will rock your socks off. When it comes to style, Betty has range. In the blink of an eye, she can effortlessly transform from punk rock star fantasy to a glamorous sequined gown, complete with a not a hair out of place updo. We are going to start here with Michelle. What do you think about Betty? Um, I, I know Betty from being one of those tireless girls on Instagram who goes down the tag and is commenting on all the girls. She's getting her engagement. So, you know, she's a professional, you know. Um, influency kind of queen to me. So again, this is my personal bias, but it makes me question what the stage presence is going to be like. Um, I don't know. Again, I think it will come down to song choice for her because it seems like she's going to want to try to play with some of the girls who have really high ranges. But um, from what I heard, she doesn't have so much control of it. Um, I think she's pretty. <laughs> Yeah, I so I, I did some perusing on the the, the YouTube's, um, and I Betty is definitely the kind of artist that I seek out um, in the range of an like Adam Lambert, Jake Shears, um, Mika, that kind of vocalist, where um, they do have that glam pop rock sound. So I yeah. am someone who enjoys that. Again. I put her at eighth place because I just think there are seven other vocalists who are probably going to do better in this type of competition. Would she be probably the first one I would seek out personally? Probably. Um, but again, we're looking at it as a whole picture competition. The look, she says her look is what she wanted would look like if she were the actual queen of the universe, trashy yet fashion. I don't believe that statement, but I fucking adore this look. I think it is hot as hell. The legs are there and they're good legs. Um, mm -hmm. It's a great look because it's not just a bodysuit. It's not just a corset. It's got an elevation to it. I mean, those arm gloves. Love it. Yeah. Victoria, what do you think about Betty? Um, Next. I, yeah, I actually, huh? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, um, um, I actually like her. I, um, she, she, when I first saw her, she reminds me of, um, oh my goodness, who was it just in this last season of Drag Race? Um, what is her name? She, she did the sleeping bag look. Oh my Utica? Yeah, she 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 has a very Utica aesthetic from like the first yeah from, like girl. the first yeah from just looking at her. But I, I like her. I think she's gonna bring like a a, a quirkiness to to the cast, which I'm mm. excited to see. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I'm excited. I don't really know much about Denmark. I don't know much about mm-hmm. Danish people, but some yeah. things I learned about her. She speaks two and a half languages: English, oh. Danish, and half German. Mm-hmm. Um. She says that she is obsessed with Danish singer and producer Thomas mm. Tolson. Well, I can't find a single thing about, so I don't know who he is, but she <laughs> does say that she plays within the intersection of masculine and feminine, both in fashion and vocals. Um, again, which is something that excites me. Um, and again, for a promo shoot, this is what you got to do. You got to serve drag queen. You got to serve a high fashion look. This is a toot for me. Mm-hmm. I also give it a... Two, it's it's almost a little simple for me, but I think it's really well executed. And I think the fabric choice is really excellent for the camera. And she seems like a good time gal, you know? Like yeah. she seems like she'd be fun to have at the gig, you know? Yeah. I also am going to give her a two. I'm like, yeah, I love everything about it. The audience loved it. 90% toot, 10% boot. She's a high fashion um, girly. Yeah, I had she- her at eight. Michelle at 13, Victoria 11. So kind of low bottom. It, 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 we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Next up. Hailing from Boston, Massachusetts at age 37, it is Juju Beam. A double mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race all-star whose personality has captured the hearts of millions. Juju B is a multi-threat lip sync assassin, comedian, recording artist, makeup artist. She does it all. Best known to the world for her glamorous and stylistic drag, she's ready to show the world she's not just a pretty face. She also has some pretty amazing vocals to match. Let's just get out of the way. Juju B has appeared on season two, All Stars One, and All Stars Five of RuPaul's Drag Race. Her I drag mother looks familiar. Yeah, right. Her drag mother, Charisma <laughs> Geneva Jackson Tay, proclaimed Juju B will be her name when she did an amateur competition and won. It <laughs> is also inspired by the fruit Juju B. She looks up to Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Whitney Houston, and Beyonce. Oh, and RuPaul, of course, as vocalists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to say, when there were rumors going around at, that Juju B was cast on this show, I really thought there were people being racist and saying that's Juju B. But like, I was like, <gasps> why? Why is Juju B on the show? She's not a singer. We don't know her as a singer. She has some. We. Is she the best vocalist that's come, ever come out of Drag Race? No. Mm. Why is she on this show? Diversity? I don't. I I don't know. I I. This is not the contestant I thought would represent Drag Race. At first, I was mm. like Trixie Mattel. Then, obviously, Trixie's a fucking judge, so not gonna be Trixie. I'm excited to see whatever that first interaction between Juju B, Michelle, <laughs> and Trixie is gonna be, because it's gonna be mm. weird and uncomfortable. But this really is stunt casting to me. And as someone who is so beloved in the drag race fan sphere, I'm worried this is going to tarnish her reputation. Like, 
she's always been a top three finalist. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This That's is right. not gonna yeah. happen. Victoria, help me out here. Why? Why is Jujubee here? I think just for ratings and fandom, personally. Um, but I'm worried the same way. Like, she, I don't think she's the strongest vocalist for the competition, unfortunately. She's a sweetheart, but I just don't, I don't see her making it to the top. And that's, and I think, and I think that's going to crush her, especially from her previous wins in Drag Race. Mm. Now, there are rumors. Obviously, nothing's been announced. Nothing is official until it's official. There, there are rumors that she is a contestant on the international all star season as well. Um, maybe if you win that, the prize was getting on the show. I don't know, I, I can't make sense of this. Um, I'm not mad at seeing Jujube. This is just not the show. No, I thought I was she's great, on. yeah. No, she's amazing. Michelle, what, what are your feelings here? <laughs> um, well, love that she shouted out RuPaul as her favorite artist. Maybe the reason she's on so many seasons of Drag Race, you gotta. <laughs> You got to know what to do. So that's that's where my hearty chuckle came from. Um, and she's she's a hearty chuckle kind of girl. Like, I think she has a one of the best personalities that's come out of Drag Race. I love her drag on All Stars. I was so happy to see her, like, get to show it to a new audience. Um, and it seems like she's doing someone a favor by going on this show. Like, because, mm-hmm. like, she has a million followers. And... I think yeah. they're just, she was probably one of the most popular contestants to come out of that all-star season. And I yeah. think they're just trying to bring over a viewership. <clears throat> Agreed. Um, you know, just like, cause like, if you get like Trixie there, like, yes, that's a huge part of the fandom. And then, you know, there's a lot of crossover with Juju, but there's like um, something about it. But yeah, I mean, it just doesn't seem like the kind of vehicle for, for her talent. And it seems like she's smart enough to know that you know i don't think she has any delusions of grandeur about how she can use her voice because she uses it very well and i actually like some of her songs a lot Mm -hmm. um but this isn't a songwriting competition you know right i if you told me this this show was going to be um last drag queen comic standing and jujubee was on it sure i'd believe that i'd say she could possibly win a singing competition is not the first thing and granted, we've only really seen her sing twice on All Stars Five because that's what Drag Race has evolved into. Mm. I'm just, I'm, I'm curious, and I don't want to be let down by someone who I have such high respect for. Um, Michael, they're about to, they're about to take that last comic standing. You better, you better copyright <laughs> I know, that. Right? Crit. I'm going to take. I got someone take it right at now. Wow is writing that down. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so this look, she says, right? is literally what the queen of the universe would wear as she travels across galaxies. And again, for someone who probably has the most money out of anyone in this cast, what a letdown! What is she wearing? Yeah. Yeah. Those are pleasers. She's wearing pleasers. I with a with a cocktail dress over a, a bodysuit. I could make this. I could I I'm very confident. I'm a bad, bad sewer. I'm very confident that I could make an outfit that looked pretty much like this. You know? There's no lining to the cape or the train. There's no lining to it. I'm right. telling you, she got a call the day before filming. Blair St. Clair said, I can't do this. Right. Not um, Blair St. Clair. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't. The colors yeah. are beautiful. Yes. Um, I'll just start it out with, because I'm giving the drag race, because we expect so much of you, it's a boot for me. 
Same boot. Mm, I'm gonna say boot. Audience, they're they're they they have GGB fever. Sixty three percent to thirty seven percent boot. They they're giving her a little more leeway. Um, mm-hmm. I have her at thirteen because again, I just don't have high hopes here. Michelle, you have her at eleven. Victoria at five. You you are um, giving her a little more credit than we did. Um, and you know what? You could be right. Who knows? But um, I just As like a drag race girl, you know, yeah, just pushing her there, you know. I just hope they yeah. don't make her look like a fool. I hope not either. She's she's wonderful. I think, I've met her a few times in person. She's lovely. Yeah, she's oh, lovely. I, she seems like it. I I feel yeah. like what I see for her is like a very beautiful, hilarious two episode arc. You know, where mm-hmm. she where the producers like have talked to her about like how do you want to come off from this? Like, but that's just me dreaming because like I feel like she's like a powerhouse that could command that kind of um, <laughs> you know. Totally favoritude from the production so we'll see. yeah all right next up hailing from montreal canada it is montante alex montante alex started singing at 13 years old in her parents basement and soon thereafter discovered her true passion yodeling montante's name translates to my aunt in french but this innovative queen with a country heart of gold is anything but traditional what do you think about the queen from the north Victoria um first of all this look is very interesting I don't dislike it um but I'm not like crazy about it again to each their own I that's not just Mm -hmm. that's not my drag um just from watching like little clips that I could find on her voice I I feel like she's just a filler queen because she is an interesting character that's my opinion so what do you think? Um, I also I like the look. I think it's super um, offbeat and very creative. I like her style a lot. I think I rated her pretty high. It just seems because I guess I did that because um, she seems like she has a really distinct perspective. And like when I listened to her original music, I was like, oh, this isn't like bad um and like i was like this has a b and i the lyrics are french um they're french that's the thing also with these (laughs) french singers it seems like sometimes the the syllables get in the way i was listening to the other french uh singers singing english and then in french and it really changed the experience so i'm wondering if she's gonna sing um in honestly thinking of it now um from a producer perspective, I think Victoria could be spot on with, you know, interesting character, ninth place queen. Yeah, um, it's really interesting because I, I didn't mention it before, but if you really watch all these um, interviews with the queens, they have picked the best English speaking queens in all the other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's mm-hmm. like a thing that happened. Um, but yeah, so she says she is bold, energetic queen. Shania Twain is her favorite Canadian singer. Um, she has created a lot of music videos and they are definitely certainly a mood, a vibe, but this look is so cool. Um, she calls it alien and gay supervillain. And that is absolutely what this look is. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have hope for her as a mm-hmm. vocalist? Probably not. I have her at 10. Victoria's at 12. Michelle, as you said, you have her at five. Mm-hmm. Um, I will give this look a two though. Big two. I'm definitely going to choose it for sure. Big, big two. Yeah, I big love two. the color combo, and I don't think mm-hmm. I could think of it. So, yeah. Work creativity. 
yeah, the audience was 68% to 32% boot. So they're a little more mixed than uh, mm-hmm. we are, but I, I, I'm excited for what she could bring. I just don't mm-hmm. know if she's going to be singing the house down boots. Next, we have the 41 year old from Chicago, Illinois, Cheyenne Valentino. Cheyenne Valentino mm-hmm. has been singing since the age of five and broke out on stage at 18 years old competing to win Miss Continental Plus in 2018. A mm-hmm. former American Idol contestant who now runs her own bakery called Pound Your Cakes, she's ready to <laughs> pound her vocal cords and prove she's worthy of the crown. Michelle, why don't you kick us off with our Chicago lady? You got it. I loved her interview. She's very charismatic. Um, very lovely and beautiful. Um I actually had her pretty high on my list um, and this is going to sound shady, but then I, I looked up her singing and she has a big, big voice. And mm-hmm. I just know on this show, they're going to, they're going to get on her about her pitch though. Like oh, yeah. it, 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 it was pretty. I, and the thing is on, on video, sometimes you can't really trust that, but just this first instinct, they're just going to get on her about it because it, it, especially compared to some of the other, um, vocal qualities it's it i just see it being a thing that gets in her way but i think she is a fantastic singer um besides that so she considers herself a female illusionist rather than a drag queen she will live sing as well as lip sync she calls herself regal um Mm -hmm. she is inspired by whitney houston jennifer hudson gladys knight patty labelle and aretha franklin are we surprised no she got a big voice of course you're going with the big voice powerhouse Mm mm-hmm but she said in her interview that her friend Roxy Andrews is the one who told her about Queen of the Universe. So she got connects. She knows it. Um, yes, I agree, Michelle. This voice is big. It is booming. It is very specific and very dated. Um, and a show that wants to be modern and, and fun. I don't know if Cheyenne's going to be able to be the one to pull it out. She has a great, great voice, but I'm not sure in the realm of drag that they're going to be in love with her as much as they are in as in love with her voice. And I think mm-hmm. if we're trying to find someone with the full, complete package, I don't think Cheyenne's it. Victoria, what do you think about Miss Valentino? Um, I'm going to start with the look. I mean, being that I am also a pageant queen, I can appreciate her look and 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 who she is as as a person and as a queen. Uh, but when it comes to vocally, I'm going to agree with Michelle because her voice is so big, and I don't think the judges are going for that. Um, and I feel like because she also has the the old school drag mentality that it's that's going to clash with what the judges are looking for overall. Um, and that's my opinion. Yeah, so the look she says is inspired by Effie Trinket from The Hunger Games. And an Effie Trinket look from a, a pageant queen, very, very interesting choice. Again, mm-hmm. she was probably told, do this. And she's like, I don't have anything that's going to work. And this, right. and she's like, someone give me color hair. And that's what she came up with here. Uh-huh. Um, those boots are cool, uh-huh. but not with this look. I'm sorry, those booty is not going to no. work. It's a, boot. it's a boot for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say boot for her as well. Mm. Yeah, um, someone in production did her dirty, the, the wig line. Maybe it's just because of the wig, but on the left ear, that was cruel. If, if I saw that, I would be calling the PA and being like, 
I'm glad I got your number because I'm about to kill you. Um, but I um, also don't like the look. <laughs> um, I, I, it's not, it's not for me. I, it doesn't look the best executed. I don't like a peplum, or I guess it's not a peplum skirt, but I don't like the skirt. It's not my style. I give it a boot. The audience will agree with us. 30% toot, 70% boot. I was the lowest on her. I had her at 12. Michelle's in the middle at nine. Victoria at four. So that's why she's kind of where she is here because we were all kind of all over the place on mm-hmm. Cheyenne. And that's usually not a good sign for a contestant if, you, if people really can't figure out the same thing on yeah. you. So perhaps yeah. not the best. Um, but we'll see. We love to be proved wrong. Mm-hmm. Next up. Coming from Mumbai, India, it is Rani Kohanor with the crown of 2014's Mr. Gay India among her credits. Rani Kohanor has over a million Instagram followers and has appeared in countless magazines such as Vogue India, Cosmopolitan, and Elle. Having also appeared in the Forbes 30 Under 30 list, the transgender fluid performer is ready to break out on the global stage and share her gift of song with the world. She is known as the Golden Glamazon. She says in the Indian drag scene, she is one of the only drag singing queens. Uh, she is part of a band of all male performers inspired by 90s Indian pop stars. And she has helped launch the first two transgender clinics in India and hopes to donate her cash prize to transgender charities in India. For just for that, I want her to win. I was like, come on, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a little difficult to find some clips on YouTube because there were some major spelling discrepancies. I was like, I hope I have the wrong, the right person. If it is the right person, um, very, very high, beautiful, feminine tone. Um, but again, the, the songs that I did here were Indian songs. So it has that natural sound that works for that vocal tone. Mm-hmm. I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued because just in that interview, she is fun. She is going to be a good time gal. Um, I do wonder if she is going to be singing what we would consider American pop music, if mm. she can do it. Um, that is going to be my biggest hesitation. And if this is the look we're going to get, oh my God, that's my next biggest hesitation. Oh my God, what is she wearing? Yeah. yeah. Victoria, what is she wearing? I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm here for. It. I like it. Like it's so it's so cool. Like I love this look. Um, I yeah, I'm here for it. I don't know again about the voice because I've only heard like the Indian uh, music, which I mean, I think it's so. I think I think that music is so cool. But I'm I'm intrigued to see what she can bring to like American music. Um, so I mean, I I'm kind of here for her. Now listen, we we there's definitely been moments in American pop music where we were like, here are some Indian undertones. Here's Jai Ho sung by the Pussycat yeah. Dolls. Give her Jai Ho. I'm sure not Jai Ho. Knock it out of the park. But I hate that that's like our only reference to Indian music, you know? Um, what? But like, give her a Bollywood week. She's gonna kill it. Michelle, how do, do we you kill it, Ronnie? Do we want to make a bet on uh, someone trying to make her sing Jai Ho on this show? Um, and her being I like, mean. Uh, Jai No. Uh, <laughs> I Not think, Jai No. <laughs> um, I think she, I, I fell in love with her. I love her. She's also 
so, so beautiful when she's just presenting in every day. Um, I, she seems very charismatic. I admire that she seems to be like one of India's first, like really, really out and like gender queer and trans yeah. um, uh, celebrities. It, she seems like she knows how to use her platform really well. So like you were saying, um, yeah. the look, I think I'm in between you two on the look. I def, oh, I guess I can say that afterwards, yeah. but um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool. I wish there was a little less silver. It's, it's like the baked potato is not going to be done on time. Exactly. There's too much aluminum, but the top is great. Um, the blue is fab. The crown is cute. And like I said, I love her. I, I really enjoy her voice. I do wonder, I wasn't able to find her singing in English because I guess, why would she? But um, if they make her step out of that comfort zone, I wonder how um, her technique is going to transfer. Because I know it's just a completely different style of singing and she does it very, very well. So I'm excited. I really like her. I'm going to give this look a boot. Victoria, I'm assuming you're going to go toot. I'm going to go toot. Michelle, tiebreaker. It's going to be a toot for me. The audience... On my side, 48% to 52% boot. There you oh. go. Mm-hmm. So, but when it comes to the a, artist, I had her at six, Michelle at four, Victoria was the lowest at 13. Right. Mm-hmm. So interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I really want her to do well, mostly because I was really engaged with her story and yeah. her message. Um, so I hope we get to see six episodes of Ronnie. Next, we have... Her hometown is Sarat, France. She currently lives in Barcelona, Spain, and she's appeared on a show in Chile. Her name is Leona Winter. Leona Winter is a countertenor baritone with a three-octave voice that's often called Très Jolie by her fans and admirers all around the world. Her vocal talents were showcased on France's The Voice, where she became a semifinalist, and later when she became the winner of The Switch. For those who don't know what the Switch is, that is the Chilean version of Drag Race. Um, I believe that is also the franchise that gave us this, uh, uh, this official second appearance from Gia and Gia Gunn mm-hmm. and April Carrion. Um, Victoria, what do you think about Leona? She's stunning. I am, you know, you know, I love a good fish. <laughs> you know, I love fish. My favorite <laughs> food. Um, yeah, she's stupid gorgeous and i i mean i know she was closer to the bottom of my list but that's only just from like the first you know listen and like and like yeah. hearing but but i don't know i feel like she's gonna she's gonna shock me vocally she's gonna shock me with what she does but visually she's the perfect vision for the show absolutely michelle i totally agree i think like um at, at the first um, first appearances, I was like, oh, like this girl looks like she fulfills the archetype of like young, beautiful, so stunning, top three kind of girl. Um, because, and she was, she was really cute in her interview. Uh, her makeup's beautiful. And I love, I love half of the look a lot. <laughs> so her drag name comes from her love with lions and how they represent a quiet strength. She also is a huge fan of Leona Lewis. She competed on the eighth (laughs) season of the French version of The Voice, reaching the semifinals, won the second season of The Switch, 
She was approached to appear on Drag Race, but declined as she did not think the format was for her. She is a glamorous queen and one of the few singing queens in France. And she said that she is drawn to Edith Piaf when it comes to French singers and prefers emotional songs. For me, that was the thing that I was like, oh, I would have put you in my top three, but you said you like ballads and emotional songs, and that doesn't work on a drag singing show. Not going yeah, to uh-huh. fly. Um, it that also being doesn't... Said, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it just, it doesn't really, to me, uh, on first glance, gel with her style. You know, Not at all. And also... How how is she on all these shows? (laughs) So I did watch her clip on The Voice. Uh Now, you want to talk about serving fish. I was like, that's a woman. Um, Mm -hmm. And even the judges were like, that's a woman. Until she's like, no. And they're like, uh. And Mm -hmm. I I appreciate The Voice France because that's the one Mika is a judge on. And I love Mika. I love Mika. Um, (laughs) Yeah, she she is stunning. She clearly is an elite drag artist. Yes. Um, She says she is a colorful girl and wants to be feminine futuristic. And that's where her look came from. There are a lot of colors in this look and a lot of colors that normally should clash and not work together. But because they are so specific to where they're placed in this look, it works. And I don't know why it works, but I really like it. I agree with you. I totally agree. Yeah. Like normally you'd be like, what? But it totally works. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, like I said i love the top half like i'm really sold on it the bottom half i probably would have uh done different colors but i definitely appreciate what you say about the placement and also just to say if i was a chilean drag queen i'd be fucking pissed what this this french ass drag queen coming to my country to my reality drag competition show and that's how i'm gonna feel when she wins drag race so well, I'm, but, I don't. Again, I'm not sure which drag race she was approached for. I'm going to assume be, being based in Barcelona, it was probably for um, Drag oh, Race okay. España, which yeah. would have been a very interesting season if she was on competing next sure. to Carmen Ferrala, um, oh, yeah. because that would have been the battle. Because um, it was a fucking cakewalk for Carmen. That being said, mm. I, I'm very, very excited about Leona because she does have a very beautiful voice. I had her at five, Michelle at eight, Victoria at nine. So we're still pretty mid to high on her. And I mm-hmm. think, um, again, she has two reality shows under her belt. I think she could do well. It's going mm-hmm. to be, if she's more of a cabaret singer, how she's going to do in a large studio audience. I have to say too, Michael, This, do you agree? This is a very Victoria Williams aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, fully. Oh, I see Absolutely. That. I'm Maybe sure you're going to have yeah. someone do your own version of recreation of it. <laughs> Maybe I already started having it. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you watched the promo, you were like, send Mine. I was like, hello. designer. <laughs> um, and uh, that's why I really like this look. I will give it a two. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two. Despite my reservations, I toot it. The audience, they were a little more reserved. They were 59% to 41% boot. Like, oh. I was a little surprised there, but it is what it is. All right, next up is the 40-year-old from Mexico City who, if, if you told me this was Castrada, I'd be like, yeah, that's Castrada. No, it is Regina Volche. Uh, yeah. With over 30 years of stage experience and a former performer in Cirque du Soleil, Regina now works as a vocal coach. The word Regina in Spanish means queen, Volche in Italian means voice, so Regina Volche is quite literally queen of the voice. 
Will the stars align for her to become queen of the universe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm. will they align? Um, I, I was endeared to her. She seems really nice and like very professional, very sweet. A little low key for a reality competition show. But again, it depends. Like if they're looking for like this earnest person who then like turns it out on stage, then she'll be really uh, good. I looked her up. She was lower on my list, but then I looked her up singing and it's pretty insane. Like oh, yeah. what I saw, like she has quite the voice. So I'm excited to see her. You know, I love a more experienced queen on here or on a show like this because I like the the different energy that they bring. So yeah, I'm when, excited. When, when I found out she was 40, I was like, no, she's not. You're lying to me. Mm-hmm. There's no way. 29. Um, she can lip sync, but she only sings live. Lucero and Alejandra Guzman are some of her favorite Mexican musical acts. She deems herself a triple threat as a dancer, singer, and actress. Um, this look is very interesting because I love it, but I also hate it, but I also love it because it's simple. Um, her outfit is full of stones, which represent the stars, and she is a star. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very mixed, but I like it. Victoria, what do you think about Regina? I mean, she she was at the top of my list, so I'm I'm all for voice, look, aesthetic. I'm here for her. Mm. Yeah, the the package she brings is really really clean. Like, yeah, probably the cleanest of the people we've gone One, over. So I agree far. with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had her at nine, Michelle at ten, Victoria at two. So that's where she is. Did I really put her at ten? I I would like to Regina. If you're out there, just know that you might be 10 on my list, but you're number one in my heart. Oh my, oh my God. Okay, Gretchen. <laughs> I'm going to give this look, I'm going to give this look a two because I do like it. It is interesting because she's the only one who is doing like an all white and silver, which mm-hmm. is drastic from anybody else in this promo yeah. shoot. Uh, so maybe she got um, permission to do this, um, but it doesn't scream like intergalactic the way that other looks do, but I still mm-hmm. do like it. So I'll give it a two. Work. I said two. I, I, yeah, two. I um I think I'm gonna just compared to some of the other looks. I'm just gonna uh, boot it. Just maybe because it's all white. But I mean, I'm sure she got someone to say that for Fills of Beef. Also, it's really hard to sell me on a one sleeve. But mostly, I like it. But comparatively, I'm gonna boot it just just for a little spice. The end. The interesting thing with the audience is they're still mixed on it too. Fifty eight percent to forty two percent boot. Very mixed, very mixed. Okay. All right. Next, we have coming from Canela, Brazil. It is Greg Queen. Brazilian bombshell Greg Queen grew up singing in church at an early age. She now finds herself belting to the masses on social media with two million TikTok fans, all of whom wow. love the outrageous performances and over the top personality. Mm-hmm. She speaks Portuguese and English. She is inspired by the drag queen singers of Brazil, including Elida Groove and Anita. Um, did not mention Pablo, so oops. Um, you wouldn't see her on Drag Race because she can't sew. At least she is a self-aware queen. And she can sing opera, which I think that may be a thing that may be very interesting this season. I love mm. a little opera when it comes to drag, except on Drag Race Italia. Uh, Ivana Vomp, stop singing opera. You're too much for me. Anyway, um, I'm very interested by Grad Queen because this look looks amateur. 
It looks very amateur. Like it looks like um, week three at Drag Wars um, that a friend made their look for them. And they're like, oh my God, I'm sickening. And then you walk in and you're like, God damn it. Egypt and Jasmine Kennedy are still here performing. Fuck you all. Um, that's what I'm getting out of this look. But her voice is something special. Victoria, what do you think? Yeah. Um, really? I, ag- I agree with the look. I, I'm like, it is kind of like womp womp for me. Um, but the voice is stunning. The voice is stunning, which is, which is, I was looking at my list. I was like, why did I have her at the bottom? I think it was like the look is why I put her toward the bottom of my list. But when I rethink about it, I'm like, dang, I should have put her at the top because her voice is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Michelle? Um, I loved her interview. She's, uh, again, bringing the energy that I'm sure the producers love. You know, ag- again, I think the story producers would much rather have someone who's popping off like that than someone they have to draw out personality. Yeah. I actually couldn't, um, maybe this is my bad because I was only looking it up on YouTube but I kept looking up Grad Queen and I couldn't nothing. find nothing. anything. But um, um, I'm definitely going to go look into that because... Yeah, her um, social media, she has a couple things. That I, cool. I, I, don't, I don't have the TikTok app, so I can't even look on TikTok. Um, but she has a couple things on her Instagram. They can hear her vocals. Well, um, yeah, because that's exciting. I put her a little... I put her in the middle, but that's because I didn't know... My original ranking, I think she was like third, so... Work I had her at four, Michelle at seven, Victoria at 10. This look is a boot. It's a boot. It's not. I mean, look at the boots. They make her legs look ginormous. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. It's a boot for me for sure. Yeah. It, it's a boot. It's not, it's, it's not a toot for me. So I'm going to say <laughs> it's a boot. The audience was so confused. They're like 50, 50. That's all okay. we can do for you. Well, it's because um, she's a stunning personality, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the headpiece is cool, but everything else is not. Mm, yeah, that's where I, that, that's where I am here. All right, we're in the top four. We got our top four queens. Are we ready to see who our top four are? Yes, 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 yes. yes. All right. She's currently living in London, England, but she calls Australia home. It is Ginzilla. It is after attending performing art school in Australia and clown school in Paris. Seven foot tall Aussie native, Ginzilla doesn't need much to stand out in a crowd. No stranger to competition. Ginzilla has performed on America's Got Talent and The X Factor in the UK, but now this down under diva is ready to conquer the universe. Victoria, what do you think about this giant? Um, I have her, I know, I think I have her like in the middle for me. Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm kind of like in the middle on all aspects on her voice, on her look. Mm-hmm. So if she surprises me, then I'll be surprised, which is why I had her in the middle because I was like, I don't really know how to feel about her. Sure, Michelle. Um, I liked her a lot. I think through this conversation, she might have fallen out of my personal top four. Um, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles, you know, the more, the more you know. Um, and She's definitely, she's undeniably Australian. Uh, No, actually I had her pretty high because actually she really is undeniably Australian. She like, she, she does, she cited like meow meow 
as one of her like idols, which is this like crazy high concept performance artist. So that's, she really uh, got me there. Like um, she hit one of my sweet spots and she seems like a really fun performer. That's what I think. Like if she's given the, the um, ability to like concoct a performance, like exactly how she wants, I think she might have a really good creative mind for it that the other Queens might not. Um, and it seems like it's going to come down to song choice for her too. Cause that seems like that's been her reality show journey so far. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she looks up to the cabaret greats, including Legata Chocolat, uh, Iota, Meow Meow, and Lady Rizzo. She says singing is most vital to her drag. Um, as far as the look, the look is inspired by Kylie Minogue's Put Yourself in My Place, um, which references Barbarella. The look changes color. If you didn't see that, you get a little spray, spray, spray. Um, the pink Cute. turns purple. It is so Ooh. cool. Um, I watched her audition on X Factor, and we all know that Mr. Simon Cowell hates drag queens. Like, just it's, it's, he hates <laughs> drag queens. But this yeah. performance was so endearing. Um, because this is not what you expect. She is camp as tits. She is yeah. funny, but she can also give you a low baritone, but also give you like a real nice like tenor. She's really got range. If you are right, and she is able to give a performance like she is able to in, in her wheelhouse, she'll do fine. But if there are specific standards that they're looking for the contestants to bring, yeah. camp is not going to cut it. And no. You, she's not going to be able to rely on the humor. That being said, this, she is an amazing drag artist, and I'm very excited to see it's what worked. she's going to bring. And this look, even though it is silly and basic, and those boots um, should be burned, I love the look because it changes colors. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so cool. And she also said, I'm seven feet tall. You're going to have to deal with me being um, almost eight feet with the Yeah, the with heels. the wig. <laughs> the heels and the wig so funny. So I'll give it a toot. Where do you both fall? It's, it's a boot for me. Mm. I will, comparing it to some of the other Barbarellas I've seen recently, I'll give it a toot. Um, because I love the hair. I like the camp. I, I could live without the boots too, Michael. But I, I think it's fun. I, it you know, fun. I have to get, you know, I guess I just have a, a soft spot for high camp queens that might not necessarily be the best looks, but you know, it's like, maybe it's not all about the look. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now I, I did my previous guest on uh, the Drag Race UK recap. Um, her is friends with Ginzilla and we talked about her a little bit and uh, as high praise. So I was oh, definitely leaning on hers opinion here. <laughs> the audience, they enjoy this look 76% to 24% boot. Okay. okay. So I, I'm, I'm excited. And um, my, my, my dear Australian husband, Tom, America's going to beat you here, bitch. Australia's going to lose. You're going down. <laughs> 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 All right. Top three, baby. Yep. Coming in third place for us, we have. From London, England, Lavoie. Hometown queen Lavoie has already experienced royalty firsthand, having previously appeared before the British royal family. A former participant on Britain's Got Talent, who now sells out theaters across the country, her name is French and means simply the voice. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Michelle, <laughs> what do you think of Lavoie? I put her really high. I, um, 
she seems pretty classic. You know, she she definitely seems like she's a little more old school, but she just kind of seems like a real like powerhouse on the stage, you know, mm-hmm. like her her performances on uh, whatever reality show she was on um, was were really nice. But and like her voice was very good. But for me, it was like, oh, this girl has like a lot of stage presence and like is really captivating. So if the live audience element plays into it, then like I think she has a good chance to charm people. And she just she seems like one of the I guess going back to the other girl we said had like some of one of the cleanest packages. Like it seems like she has a really clean package, too, just because of her experience. Absolutely. I mean, if you're going to talk about stage presence, Lavoie has it. She is insanely good at performing. Because mm-hmm. um, again, her performances on Britain's Got Talent with a live band. She was the star of the performance with a live band. Mm-hmm. I, I can see her doing incredibly well. She's clearly been around. She knows who she is as an artist. She wouldn't have succeeded on Drag Race. That's not mm-hmm. this. That was not the right platform for her. No. This is going to be the right platform for her. I am very excited to see how she does. Yes. That all being said, if it is an audience vote within the literal inside the studio audience, she's got the advantage as being filmed in England. Um, and we all know. Oh, I didn't know that. In, it was filmed in England because uh, some idiots didn't take their. Um, uh, locations off of their Facebook, so I knew Novazar was filming because um, <laughs> locations showed she was in London. Mm. Um, yep, that's how we all knew. But um, no, she is going to be incredible. I'm very excited to see what she's going to bring. This look is silly and campy and still intergalactic with like a retro flair. There's one thing that I hate about it, and I hate about it so much that it almost made me be like, "Fuck you!" It's a boot. Is the belt? I don't get it. Mm. I do- why is it a black belt? Why is it a black belt? Why is maybe it a belt, she, period? Maybe she's a black belt in karate and she just maybe, really wanted maybe. to highlight oh my that. Gosh. Uh, Drag karate coming to the BBC next year. <laughs> Victoria, how do you feel about Lavoie? Um, You know, I have her in the, in the middle close to the lower of my list um, only because kind of the same thing for me was with um like Cheyenne like she's she clearly is very well put together which for me like I love this like I'm not a big campy queen clearly I'm not a big campy queen I appreciate it but this is the kind of camp that I like and I love Mm. I love this gown I love everything about it I agree with you with the belt if she if I would have worn this outfit and I wanted to do a belt I would have did something sparkly to match the jewels or 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 the Mm. hair maybe a little toned down a mauve um but I think I think because she is a very put, well put together queen, it's going to be like a tear tottering, and if the judges like her versus the audience, you know, yeah, sure. Um, in 2014, she made it to the semifinals of Britain's Got Talent. In 2015, she made it to the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Ambassador, but lost mm. the final lip sync against <gasps> the Vivian. Oh, she yeah. is 90% glamour, okay. 10% champagne. She's been doing drag for 20 years, and clearly she is drawn to Dame Shirley Bassey. That yeah. is her bitch, and it clearly shows. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah. give this look a two. I, I, I'm very excited by Lavoie, um, and I think this is someone I would go seek out and go see a show of. Yep. Yes. I, I, I will also give the uh, look a two. I'll give the belts a boot. 
knowing how these shoots work, I wonder if someone in production made her throw it on, but yeah. it's, it's not a good choice. Um, but she looks beautiful. I'm gonna consider those gloves ordered. Um, and I, uh, like you said, I would buy a ticket to her show for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a toot for me. Yeah. The audience agrees. 80% toot, 20% boot. You go girl. Wow. All right. Second place. Our runner up (laughs) is my winner pick Ada box from (gasps) San Antonio, Texas. A former top 10 American Idol contestant, Ada Vox is living proof that everything's bigger in Texas, including her voice. As a performer of seven years and counting, Ada is ready to showcase her vocal skills on a global platform and get the redemption she is seeking. And I say, justice for Ada Vox. I was (laughs) obsessed with her on American Idol. I was furious at the homophobic America for not giving her the crown because she nailed it out of the park. Jennifer Hudson has one of the greatest renditions of Circle of Life in American Idol history. Ada Vox did it better. And it was emotional. I cried. And she did it in drag. She's the first drag queen on American Idol. So let's go with the facts we know. Uh, She did make the top 10 on the 16th season as Ada Vox. She made the top 28 on the 12th season of American Idol as Adam Sanders. She is a singer first, queen secondary. She does not lip sync. She won Corpus Christi U.S. of A. at large and is the current reigning Miss Monteros U.S.A. Of lar- at large. She is inspired by the classic divas, including Aretha Franklin, Etta James, Whitney Houston, and Patti LaBelle, and she considers herself musically versatile. Ooh. I love her. I, I, I mean, I've been following her for the longest time. Um, when our, my dear friend Sky Casper had her for uh, one of his cyber brunches, I was there and tipped her. And I, I, I love Ada Box. Like, I'm very excited she's getting her moment to shine. Mm-hmm. There had been rumors that she was going to be on Drag Race, and I knew it was not going to be the right fit. This is the show for her. Yeah. Um, if she doesn't make the finals, if she's not the winner, I will be sad. <laughs> I will be very, very, very sad. Uh, Victoria. You had her at third place, as did Michelle. I had her at first. Why only third place? I don't. I don't know. I. I feel like because she has such a success, um, the one that I'm not going to say yet that I have at first, maybe has a little bit more to offer. Um, so I feel like they're they're going to keep her in the top three, but maybe make make her work a little harder for that first place crown. Sure. That's my that's my my advice, my advice my my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no. it, what's your advice? My advice to Ava or Ada. Whoa, um, so sorry about that, Ada. I know that we'll we'll get over this together. Uh, <laughs> um, I agree with Victoria. It's hard to come on a show like this with precedent of of you doing well and impressing a lot of people. Um, yeah. But I will say I was blown away with uh, watching her, some of her performances on American Idol. Her voice is absolutely incredible. I think I had her at third just because I think the other two I put um, above her, I just thought were maybe a little more well-rounded as like full theatrical performers. Um, But the voice is not to be denied. She was very sweet in her interview. And I will defer to Victoria about this pageant look. Well, before we, I have to tell you what her inspiration was according to her video. 
Her okay. look is inspired by the creator who created it after she gave her the color palette. She has no creative muscles. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. Um, Victoria, tell us what's going on here. I'm not sure what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't speak on that. But again, again, with, with, with my pageantry background, I can appreciate a, um, a beautiful pageant queen and, and a packaged pageant queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, so that I appreciate um, what she's trying to do. Why mm-hmm. is she wearing Ikea bags? <gasps> Maybe she just did laundry and she was like, you know what, let's go on the show. <laughs> I don't know. She's wearing <laughs> Ikea bags. I know. <sighs> hey, Olivia oh, Lux wore actual well, Ikea bags in a look. And that is true. She, no. made it, she made it work. You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, Olivia's amazing. I'm oh my gosh! Speaking of speaking of gorgeous rays of sunshine, um, I, I I I love Ada, but this look is not doing it for me. And if the, mm. if there is a fashion element to the show, I'm worried for her mm. um, because you can school. only wear how many gowns in one yeah. competition. But yeah. I just I'm not someone who loves this mermaid chap trend that's going on. It just I, I don't it like doesn't either. look good. No. Yeah, I, I feel like it only looks good on, on like taller, stickly queens. Mm-hmm. But any other queen, it's not very flattering. Mm. Yeah, it's so, a boot for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a boot for me. Yeah, I can I can say that. Um, it, it, you can always tell when someone doesn't give their designer notes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I was about to call someone out on that, but then I said. Not necessary. Not necessary. <laughs> Not necessary. Um, right, right. So toot, toot, toot to her um, and boot to um, to the look. Yeah. The audience, 46% toot, 54% boot. So not feeling the look either. Well, listeners, if you, you <sighs> can do math and you can figure out, we have our number one pick. It, she was my third place. Both of your winner picks. It is Aria B. Cassadine from Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm, Aria yeah. B. Cassadine, the 2018 winner of Miss Gay Black America, is ready to add the Queen of the Universe title to her already extensive collection of crowns. After starting her drag journey on a dare from a friend, Aria <laughs> goes to the global stage ready to score yet another win for her already impressive drag resume. All right, talk about this pageant queen, Victoria. Oh my god! Well, you know what is so funny? Arya and I have in common is I also started drag as a dare. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I never. You know what? I never wanted to do drag. I was like, I don't want to drag. I'm never gonna drag. And here I am. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I know who she is because I am. A, I, I'm a big. I like. I know the pageant world, so I know exactly who she is. And when I saw that she was part of this cast, I was like, this girl is going. She's gonna win the crown. Like I just. I just know what she can bring from like watching her through pageantry, and I just these girls, these girls better watch out because she's not coming to play around. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I I think she seems really outstanding as far as someone who knows how to compete in a competition like this. I think that's what some uh, the pageant girls always come in to drag race with an advantage. Like they know how to how to deliver a package whether it be for one night or for eight weeks eight weeks in quotes um yeah 
so I would I would definitely agree with Victoria. It seems like they should be afraid because I think she'll be able to give variety and stuff like that. Very charismatic, so beautiful. And and she was a little lower on my list. And then again, I looked her up singing and her I'm here is near perfect. Um, near perfect. Mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta give it up to that. So what she tells us in her um video is her favorite singer is Sissy Houston, not a joke, just a fact. Um, she says she has amazing teeth and some girls don't have nice teeth when it comes to drag. She also is an actor. Uh, so that's important. Acting is important when you're sharing emotion and, and sharing the fact that people have bad teeth, apparently. Um, also, her, her inspiration for this look is she literally said... The look was a gown she had that wasn't winning, so she altered it until it, she was satisfied. Mm-hmm. And this is the best look of anybody. Oh, she looks this. regal. She looks cut. I am here for this look. Yeah, yeah. I and agree. it's 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 not um, it's not the Party City Queen of the Universe. You know, it's not mm-hmm. the no. the the plastic space Queen of the Universe. It's very much what I would like to see all space operas designed like. Beautiful gowns, beautiful flowing gowns. Um, Queen of the night. Yes. So honestly, I love her and I appreciate the fact that she talked about acting and I appreciate her throwing that thing in about teeth because that's only something a pageant queen would would feel so... Well, no, I just think it's hilarious. (laughs) It's hilarious. I would have said that too. Yeah. Mm. It's funny to me because... I was like, yeah. you go, you go veneers. But actually, if she's so proud of them, maybe they're just for teeth. <laughs> it's a toot for me. Toot, 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 toot. Very toot. I mean, look the at audience. the material. The audience. One hundred percent toot. There you go. There no you one's go, getting girl. called out. Y'all did it. One hundred percent toot. You're, we're here for it. You're. Yeah, I, I'm excited by Arya um, because if you put her on Drag Race, she would have been eh. She would have been one of the many pageant girls who did Drag Race that gave you a gorgeous gown, and then she wouldn't. She'd be forgotten. She yeah. could win this show. She could easily win this show. I could see her and Ada battling it out yeah. week after week, and America taking home a crown. It's going to be a person of color who's going to win. That's my prediction. I agree. I agree. Me too. I mean, yeah, I'm literally just like watching her little like 15 second thing. And I'm like, this girl, like she is, she, she is she, the queen of the universe. She has such star quality. So I'm really yeah. excited to see that. Yeah. I, I'm very excited. And, and again, I, I have been very excited for this show. I wish there was not 30,000 other shows happening right now to take away yeah. its glory. Yeah. Because um, for those who don't know, um, this airs on December 2nd. Do you know what else is happening on December 2nd now? What? Apparently that's when we're getting this season 14 cast reveal. So they're not even getting their moment. They're not even getting their moment. So I'm really pissed off at WoW for continuing to do a disservice to the contestants. Because if there's anything that I've learned this year is when you oversaturate Drag Race, it's not the fans who suffer, it's the queens. Yeah, Agreed. interesting. Agree. Um, so I really do hope these queens get their moment to shine. Again, it's the holiday season, so how much are we going to be watching? That being said, I know when it comes to holiday specials in the UK, 
they like stop everything and watch them all. U.S. Yeah. No, we don't really do that as much. But I'm excited. I'm very excited for the singing competition, and I'm excited to talk about it week after week. Um, is Paramount yeah. Plus available in all the countries that the contestants are from? That I can't <laughs> figure out. That I never got yeah. an answer on. Yeah, um, weird. <laughs> it, there, there must be some sort of connection because it's not. I don't think it's going to be on Wow. So. I, no. Yeah, maybe they'll do the thing that they they do in other countries where it's like another syndicate of. of yeah. Oh yeah, probably. But it is Viacom. They got a lot of money, so. Mm-hmm. Viacom paid me once. I was honored. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, what do they pay you for? Um, I was on. Um, I was an extra. Um, a drag extra on a Quibi, uh, R.I.P. Quibi, uh, oh, Quibi reality yeah. show. The. It was like a dating show and Vix was on it. She was the actual contestant. And then me and like Lexington Banks and um, Joanna and um, another very beautiful uh, girl were like just the girls that just didn't get picked. We just walked off stage. <laughs> sad. Um, yeah, sad, but maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, it's always next time. Well, where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any upcoming projects you want to tell the world about? Do you want me to start? Yeah, go for it. (laughs) Um, You can find me on Instagram at the Victoria Williams, as well as my Venmo. Um, Upcoming projects, I've been releasing music, as you may well know. Uh, Just released uh, Lemonade, and the recent one is Black Impacent, releasing a Christmas song coming up soon. Um, And I'm excited for the Glam Award, since I'm nominated for Best Video for the Glam Award um, for Lemonade. And I have... Um, I will be competing in Mother at Hush yes. with Madeline Hatter on a December the 1st. Um, and that's like the biggest thing that I have coming up. So, yeah. Also, Michael, congrats on your Glam nominee as well. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited welcome. for my two this year to yes. bring my total to eight. And I'm excited to be an eight-time loser. I'm going to stop. You're, you're going to win this year. I feel it. You're gonna I'm going to lose to Monet and Lady Bunny. I'm aware of how things work. <laughs> Who is this Lady Bunny? Who is Lady I Bunny? Don't know. Is, that, is, like, is that an Easter thing? Yeah, um, it's RuPaul's Easter Bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RuPaul's best Easter Bunny race. Um, yeah. Uh, um, first of all, congratulations to both of you. I no longer live in New York, so I cannot uh, vote for you, but I can tell everyone who's listening to this podcast to vote. Yeah. Go watch Lemonade. I heard Blacknificent on Race Chaser without even knowing it was on it. It was so cute. Um, Thank you. Really exciting. Congratulations. Um, you. Uh, you can find me at Michelle with two L's, uh, Chakra. C-H-A-K-R-A because I had an old name and I was unfortunately uh, asked very um, legally to stop using it. Um, And that's why um, you can find me on the West Coast. I perform a lot in Santa Barbara uh, at my monthly and and my bi-weekly. So work, work for drag, work for bringing the coast together, Michael. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah congratulations on all the work you both are doing in New York. Obviously, I, I said I said not right now. <laughs> um, but I did just get back. And I again, I just have to give you both credit for uh, 
living and existing there because I forgot how hard it was until I visited. So uh, love to you both. Thanks for having me. Love you. Thank you for being here. And I'm sure we'll do this again soon. And, and, and if you think our predictions are wrong, tell us. If you think they're right, tell us. Yeah. If we're really, really wrong, don't tell us because we don't want to be told we're super wrong. Absolutely no. not. DM me and we'll get in fights. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you both for being here and chatting. Yes. Thank you. you. The biggest thanks to Michelle and Victoria for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at thinkingthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. (laughs) 